0: everybody scott here thanks for joining me to learn about another casey great if this is your first time here well excellent thanks for coming casey greats is focused on bringing you inspiring stories of people like you from kansas city who are doing great things today's guest is not really a local celebrity yet but he could be in the future Over the last couple years, his personal blog project has really turned into a personal brand that's receiving national recognition. Now, on top of this, his day job just happens to be with one of Kansas City's most respected and favorite organizations. I think my friend Justin Rickliff's has a great story to tell because I think many people would look at his work life And his personal brand as two areas that that may not actually mesh that well however the way he explains it his life makes perfect sense so let's see what he has to say Hey folks, this is Scott back for another show at KC Greats. I've got a, a good friend of mine here today, Justin Rickliffs, to talk about some of his projects that he's been doing right here out of Kansas City and has been getting national attention and putting us on the map yet again for some really cool stuff. So, Justin, how are you today, man? I'm doing
1: well, Scott. I appreciate you having
0: me on the show, man. Thanks so much. Hey, um, if you don't mind, give us the uh, rundown. You're a, You're a native guy here, right?
1: Yeah, Kansas City, born and raised. So we, uh, my family was, I was raised up north of the river uh, in Kansas City technically, but we kind of claimed Gladstone. I went to Oak Park High School uh, way back in the day. I'll tell you a quick side story. I I play old man basketball every Tuesday and Thursday morning, as we've called it. And it's a bunch of mid-30s, young 40s type guys. And as we were walking into the gym on last Thursday morning, the freshman class had decorated the pavement with chalk and <laughs> and, and not spray paint, but but stuff that would get washed off, um, marking their territory so to speak. And I, it it was I was looking at it as I was walking in. It's five thirty in the morning, and at the very front it says "Class of 2020." Jeez, like, whoa! That'll make <laughs> you feel old pretty quick. So The freshman in high school that I graduated from in 1999. Um, are the class of 2020. So in any event, well, yeah. To answer your point, um, was raised in Kansas City, uh, went to Mizzou, and hopped around a little bit for work. Went to Memphis and uh, Columbia, back to Kansas City, South Florida, and back to Kansas City the second time, and hopefully for the last time.
0: Sweet. So now you're uh, you're back in Liberty area now. I think. Liberty? Yes, sir. That's correct. God's so country.
1: Yep, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So <laughs> we, awesome. we're uh, still Northlanders. We couldn't get that out of the system and we my my wife and I we've been married almost 14 years and we get a crazy reaction when we tell how many children we have. We have five kids. Sweet. Um, so four girls and a boy. So yeah, kiddos are all in school. And, and yeah, we're, we're doing the Liberty thing. You got your like, hands full, crazy.
0: man. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: hands are for sure full. That's, that's, there's never one dull moment in a 24-hour period at our house. That's for sure.
0: Cool. <laughs> well, so. that's, that's what's led um, kind of some of the stuff that I've, I've read of yours. And that's kind of what led you into some of the projects you're doing is kind of family-centered stuff, right? Yeah, that's right. So,
1: um, you know, the, the the genesis for me when we lived in Florida, we, I'd started to uh, just kind of poke around into the online blogging space, the writing, the content development space. And it started, my My career background is in sales and sales leadership and sales development, that kind of stuff, uh, which is great, and we can certainly talk about that if you want. But the the blog took a form of, um, uh, sales, culture, leadership, and, and I can literally see like the Google analytics of it and the people that were coming to the site. And it was like dozens, <laughs> I mean, hardly anybody. Right. And I'm sitting there going, man, I think this is pretty cool stuff and I like it. And, uh, it, I feel like it should be resonating more. And I was doing the social media thing and, and whatnot. And uh, I went on a, a trip with our 10 year old, our oldest kid at the time had turned 10 and she and I went to the Smoky Mountains for a few days. Nice. And it was this like mark this this kind of signpost in her life that we tried to mark as like a rite of passage type thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so she and I go on this daddy daughter trip, and we spend three days in the mountains and hike and see bears and the whole thing. And at one point um, on the on the way back on the the flight back, I said, "Look, it would be crazy for me not to document the emotions and the things we experienced together." And it was the first time in a year plus of, of quote unquote blogging that I had gone really personal with anything. I'd kind of kept everything in the sales businessy type framework. Sure. So I go super personal, tell everything that we had done and the stories and the lessons and the little you know, little things that she had mentioned on the trip and how impactful it was to her and whatever. And yeah. I, I remember I even I think I led the led the post with, hey, I promise I won't turn this into a daddy blog. <laughs> uh, famous last words, right? So, all of a sudden that thing just blew up. Blew up. Yeah, again for me, right? Like it blew up in terms of what in, in relativity to the the rest of the post that I okay. done on business. So, um so yeah, one, one thing led to another. Um I end up kind of riding in this vein of, hey, dad with five kids, a wife figuring out trying to navigate Kind of the career and the personal um, intersection, and how to do both of those things well, and and um, kind of stumble along through the process. So I started sharing from that perspective. That's pretty cool. Well, well,
0: you know, everything you look at, you know, people are people are typically drawn in by something that's a little bit more vulnerable. Like you said, you got personal. It it probably rings true with them because mm-hmm. they're going through the same struggles that's and right. stuff like that. So, you know, after that. Um, the stuff that I started noticing, you've had some of those picked up by some bigger outlets, haven't you? Yeah. So uh,
1: the the first one, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to top it. Actually, and, <laughs> and in hindsight, I'm going, man, I missed a cool opportunity there. But um, I ended up through some uh, connections and, and just some relationships I'd formed in the online space had gotten connected to a Huffington Post oh, great. Um, senior editor. Over uh, she her exact title was senior editor Huff Post Parents. And she and I went back and forth via email for a month or so and, and then kind of connected on a couple topics. And I shared three or four ideas with her. And one of the ideas that I had shared with her, like a concept, was to write about, um, and the post ended up being titled 15 Things All Dads of Daughters Should Know. And it was fairly catchy, it, you know, kind of had that list perspective on right. it, which is, is big in that the, the big content curator's. Um, and that thing hit on a, she, she sent me an email on a Tuesday and said, Hey, this is going to go live on Friday. And I remember showing my wife my phone. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. HuffPost is picking this thing up. That's right? everywhere, man. That's yeah. national. Cool. Yeah, it was fun. So that Friday night it hit and, um, to date, I haven't checked it in the last couple months. This was October of, of 2014. Um, it got shared more than a million times and that's I'm sitting there going cool. holy cow so at one point you could you could google dads of daughters and, and my piece was the first thing that came up Wow! I, again I don't know if that's still the case but still but
0: that's not that's not somebody's paid reach that's that's organic yeah. that's yeah. simply on the quality of content yeah
1: so. well again yeah I, and, and I think it to your point earlier it struck a chord it resonated with um, you know guys like us that are trying to figure this parenting and marriage thing out a little bit sure it's and,
0: definitely learn as you go yeah <laughs> to see (laughs) the least
1: (laughs) there's no there's no formula or book that uh, can't prepare you fully that's that's for sure
0: so I remember reading that one but my my details are fuzzy I'm curious what was your favorite of the 15 things that you had on that list
1: yeah that's a great question um you know the the one I think it, it was either 14 or 15 but uh, there's a couple that it, that I try to wrap it up with and and one which is not something folks talk about a lot but this concept of forgiveness and and asking for forgiveness for, from your kids when you I mean man cuz I blow it every day like whether I yeah. lose Don't my all... temper get home late from work do xyz thing that um that I'm not super proud of right and so, so that concept was kind of meaningful to me. And then, and then I, I used some like cheesy Kenny Chesney line about "Don't <laughs> Blink," you know that song. It's that, a good song. Yeah, it's a great song, right? Um, and and but it is true, man. Like it, it's back to this class of 2020 thing. Our oldest is in seventh grade, and I'm going, man, I'm not mature enough, or. Old enough to have a a seventh grader. Old enough is probably debatable, but yeah, um, it 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 is this concept of like, and 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 everybody says it, right? Sure. But like, it literally is flying by.
0: Well, it's a it's a cliche for a reason because it feels that way to everybody. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, that's cool that it went so big. I didn't realize it was over a million. that it had uh, gone out for shares and stuff. That's yeah, and again, I, like it. I
1: said, in hindsight, I, I probably would have been more prepared to capitalize on, you know, in terms of email subscribers and some of the tactical, like, yeah. nerdy website things that I've kind of gotten into. But, um, but yeah, it, it was fun. And then as life and things happen, that springboards you into another opportunity and another relationship. And so uh you know i've kind of i've been fortunate to be able to contribute to some pretty cool sites like um uh, I'm trying to think. We we got on the on the Today. website. We got on excellent uh, Red Book, which is weird having a guy <laughs> talking about writing for Red Book. You're a big subscriber, <laughs> which <weren't you? laughs> that's right. Um, good housekeeping, uh, just a bunch of random, uh, MSN random marriage piece that we did. So nice. yeah, it's been kind of cool. It, it just kind of snowballed into some fun fun well, opportunities.
0: That's pretty awesome, man. It it seems like that would be rewarding. Just you know, not even. It doesn't sound like you're worried about monetizing this, at least not now. But you're getting the message out that's important to you, and important to your family, and that's really cool.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, there's a concept in a book actually called "Signal versus Noise," and in this in this super cluttered, like especially in the social space where every, everybody's mad about something, we're all outraged about politics, we're outraged about you know, fill in the blank thing that everybody is so riled up all the time that sure. I've, I've chosen to take this really specific voice of, um, could I be a signal in a noisy world to like remind people and point people back to the beauty of parenthood and marriage. And, and not that, again, not that I'm doing it perfectly cause I'm, I'm not, but I think that's what's resonating is when I, I share those kind of tender and, um, uh, intimate and, and to your word earlier, transparent moments, people resonate with it. Absolutely. And, and it's been fun.
0: So if you had that moment yet where you wrote something and then you didn't run it by the boss and then <laughs> the next day, it's like, why did you tell people about that? Yeah, that's right. No, that, that's <laughs> for
1: sure. happened. she, 95% of the time, Brooke is my wife and the boss to your, to your uh, point. Um, and she is my editor. She's the to kind of the. It's probably a good it's plan. It's a man. it's a good plan. The, but the five percent <laughs> that 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 hasn't happened, I've for sure gotten some eye rolls of like, "Really, man? You're going to share that story?" <laughs> uh, and so it's it, again, it's all I, I, I do in, in the in the development of this whole thing. I, I have been pretty st- strategic about. I, I'm not going to share. I'll share things that paint me in a bad light. I'm not going to right. Um, I'm not going to say, hey, this is the time my four-year-old threw the biggest tantrum in the middle of Target and everybody was looking at us like, I, I don't, that's that's his or her life to figure
0: out. If well, they want to share, you right? know, those things happen. Everybody knows it. That's yeah. not, you know, yeah. not that big of a deal. Well, now that's led on, you mentioned that um, you guys were on the Today Show website, but didn't I see you actually on a spot on TV earlier this year? Yeah,
1: so the it, it, again, it's just wild how all this kind of <laughs> has unfolded, and it's, it's, it's fun to think about. But um, in May or so, we got an email from uh, one of the, the TV producers, because I'd been contributing to the today.com website. Uh, and, Specifically
0: and, on parenting stuff.
1: Yeah, that's right. They have this thing okay. called the Parenting Community. And, and really, anybody can contribute a site. It's an open forum, and you can you can contribute to their monthly topics. And so I've been doing that for a year or so. And one of the producers reached out and said, "Hey, we're thinking about doing this uh, feature on three or four of the dads that write for us for Father's Day in June. And would you be interested in like filming a you know home home video type thing on your iPhone that you send in and answer three or four questions? Said, yeah, of course I'm in for that. That's you easy. Bet. Yeah, right." So then a couple days later, she calls, actually, and she said, Hey, uh, the producer, the, that my boss, the head producer, wants to t- take the segment a little different direction. Um, she wants to lay out, like, four dads and actually come to their home and, like, see them in their element. <laughs> and for my first thought was, so, oh, man, Brooke's going to kill me, right? Um, we're trying to move. The house is a mess. Boxes everywhere. And I said, look, we would be honored let me check with my wife and make sure she's cool with it. And then we'll call you tomorrow. And sure enough, Brooke was like, yeah, of course we're going to do that if they really want to do it. Um, so that, so they came to Kansas city on a Friday and they spent, it, it spent almost six hours in our home with our family, with us interviewing the kids, interviewing Brooke, interviewing me and Brooke together. Um, and when it all, the, when the dust settled the Friday before father's day, we were like a, forty second part of like a four minute. For six episode. hours a yeah, day. <laughs> that's right. You get it it gave me this, Yeah, it gave me this huge appreciation for how hard those T V shows work to to capture content and then edit it down well, uh, into Christmas. Know, I had
0: no idea it was that much.
1: It was insane. It was insane. So yeah, so I was the the random guy on today's show, uh, the Friday before Father's Day, wearing a KC shirt. Hey, you're <laughs> so, ripping KC. That's right. I had that's to, what I had to. I figured if i <laughs> uh, it might be my only shot on there, so I'm gonna represent
0: our city while we're there for sure. Well, that's cool, man. It's it's such a neat uh, neat thing. Uh, I mean, it's not. There's there's lots of mommy blogs out there yeah. that you yeah. hear about, but. You don't hear about a lot of guys putting it out there hmm. for others to learn about and look at something and realize that, hmm. all right, I'm not the only one that screws up. Yeah. Not that that's all you're doing. Yeah, that's, that's not right. my point. That's right. But I appreciate it. I've, I've read some of the stuff and really hmm. connected with a lot of stuff that, hmm. uh, you know, it, it helps me with my daughter and my son. So it's appreciated.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. That's it means cool. a lot. And it really does, and to your point earlier about... The monetization piece and all that like yeah maybe someday that that part happens and comes in a, in a different form but for me right now like it, it's it's a couple things one it's honestly therapeutic <laughs> like, it, it's selfish to some yeah, de- to some extent it's kind of fair but broader than that it's a um it, it's really impactful when i get an email or a facebook message or a, a tweet back or something from a from a dad who says, man, like you really opened my eyes to think this way, or you're you're really challenging me to put my phone away when I'm at home with my kid, or or whatever example yeah. it might have been. Uh, so that 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 stuff really is is why I'm doing it. it it's a meaningful,
0: that's cool project. Uh, I heard a uh, I heard a quote from a kind of an online business guy mm-hmm. uh, named Chase Reeves, mm-hmm. and um, I really like this one. And to me, it kind of sums up what you said about the you know I'm not worried about the whole mm-hmm. monetization thing. And he said. Um, Go deep on care with sidelong glances at opportunity. Wow. And Hmm. I like the way that goes. That makes Hmm. a lot of sense is you put the important stuff Hmm. first, maybe the other will come.
1: That's really good. Go deep on care. I love that. That's really good.
0: So it was a good one. Well, it's probably pretty easy to go deep on care with the family. So that's really awesome.
1: Yeah, it is. It's uh, like I said, there's plenty of content and stories to tell when there are five five little people running around our house every day. (laughs) There's bound to be something either funny, sad, um, embarrassing, scary, all those things kind of, you know,
0: the the emotions flow deep around our place for sure. It's pretty cool. Now, as far as within your family... uh, um, has Brooke kind of branched out and doing some social type things as well, or
1: yeah? So again, it, it snowballs, right? And, and maybe it's to Chase's quote on the care, and then kind of side glances at opportunity. So for Brooke, forever, she's had this um, very good gift at the home design space, and we renovated a 150 year old house, and she just she she just killed it. She crushed it. She did a great job. It's and a lot of work. Yeah, it's a ton of work. And, and she kept getting these questions about, what painkiller do you use? What tile do you use? Who do you use for X, Y, and Z thing? What do you do for the hardwood floors? And and me being the opportunist in the family, <laughs> started thinking, holy Sales cow. Sales guy, it's yeah. okay, <laughs> That's right, that's right. I'm with That's you. right. Um, immediately start thinking, holy cow, like she, she's she got this this gift and we can package it in a way that's beneficial and useful to someone. Um, and, and she is the most social media averse person in the in the world. I mean, she takes forty minutes to respond to a text, which to me it feels like an eternity, right? <laughs> um, and, and so she she was very hesitant to, to quote unquote go public with her with her with her skill and with her gift. And so we we spun up a little site for her about a year ago called Reclaim the Home, and and she's literally like bursting at the seams now with little side projects. And so she's doing. Um, some some home design work. You know, think Joanna Gaines on a much, much, much smaller level. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff she's doing. She's helping people redo their kitchens and um, repaint their houses. She's not physically doing the work, but she's kind of consulting them through the process.
0: So it's been really it fun. Cool. Yeah, it's been really Very fun. Very cool. Now, is, uh, is Brooke... From our area as well? She, she is. Native. Yeah,
1: so we actually were, uh, I, I claim that we were high school sweethearts. She has a little different take She on didn't this know you existed, did she? <laughs> that's right. She's like, hey, who's the, the kid that's a year younger with braces and won't, <laughs> and won't leave me alone? But yeah, that was me. So we both went to high school together. Um, we dated a little bit in high school. And then um, once we were at Mizzou, that's when we... Hey, we, we all married up. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Right? 100%. I know that feeling. 100%.
0: Well, that's really cool. It's neat that the whole family's kind of getting involved in it.
1: Yeah. Any kid, kids blogging yet? The, the only really cool, and this happened in Florida too, and then I should have probably said the story uh, when I started my site, but our 10-year-old, the same one I took on that mm-hmm. trip, had, um, she had this this pet tortoise, or it, it was a turtle that we found, we thought was a turtle, that we found on a bike ride in Florida. And it was this little tiny baby turtle, is what we thought. Mm-hmm. So, being like naive midwesterners we put the turtle (laughs) in the bike rack take it home show the rest of the kids everybody's fired up you build a little habitat for it lettuce in the cage the whole thing
0: this wasn't some super endangered species was it well so yeah you filled in (laughs) like the rest of the so one of us our neighbor
1: we're hanging out one friday night the neighbor comes over and he's he and he and i are chatting and i was like hey man do you know anything about like what kind of turtle should be feeding this thing something special right and he goes oh man he's like that's an endangered gopher tortoise. Oh, right. what? Whoa! Um, so what do I do? He's like, I'm just telling you, bro. Like, you should probably take that back. If you get found with it, it's a ten thousand dollar fine. I said, for oh. a turtle? Yeah, right. For a tortoise? Tortoise, right.
0: It's an expensive terrapin.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. So we um, begrudgingly returned his. And his his name was Spots. And the the long winded answer to your question is. Spots became this project that Camden said, "I want others to know about this turtle because I loved him so much for these ten days or whatever it was." And in <laughs> a, a nine-year-old at the time, her mind was this a, a huge time. deal, yeah. So she wrote this little book, or she wrote, literally on a pen and paper wrote like a couple pages of, of a story about him. And again, kind of thinking through the opportunity side, she kept saying, "I want to turn this into a book." And it's like, yeah. We kind of dismissed it, right, for a, for a little bit, and she was persistent in her belief that no, 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 I, I want other kids to be able to read about spots. So then it's like, man, how, how are you going to say no to that? So we um, we started a Kickstarter campaign. This is crazy now that I tell the story because it really was pretty pretty magnificent. We we started a Kickstarter campaign, and in thirty days, she raised fifty five hundred dollars. No kidding. To illustrate. Um, Print and ship the books from this this company called uh, PrintNinja.com. So we laid it all out online. So she self published it, and it came in those really thick like board book, cardboard book type. Yeah. You know, like you have a brown bear, brown bear type of a book. And so she she uh, and jeez, I'm getting old, so I'm forgetting my dates now. But um a, a year or so after the Kickstarter thing happened, 750 of those books arrived on our doorstep. And to date, she's sold through about 480 of them. <laughs> it's insane. That's great. It's insane. Man. And we've chunked every single penny that she's raised. We Obviously, the Kickstarter, we had some obligations to the to the printer and to the Kickstarter folks to do some cool things. Um, but every every other penny she's raised, she's divided into college savings and charity. That's been super cool. That's yeah, really neat. That's been fun. So, so she deserves all the credit. The nine-year-old was the, the first... Content developer in the family. There's a lot of great, there's a lot of
0: great lessons in that. Number one, staying on mom and dad's case to get it done. That's right. The persistence. Totally. I mean, totally. I was just listening to a, a I think it was a Gary Vee podcast the other day, and he's talking about how amazed he is how many people stop right before it happens. Wow. You know, hmm. just stay on it. Yeah. And, and, and it was you know I mean, it's, right.
1: It's a great example. We were we were almost at that. As parents, you, you know the feeling where you're, it's like on the brink of, persistence is great till it pushes you over to being annoyed, right? And you're like, come <laughs> on, Camden, it's not really real." You, you, we never said this, but the feeling was, that's not realistic, you're nine years old, you can't be an author, right? We never said that or verbalized that too, But it was in the back of the but head. But that was the posture, yeah. yeah. And she was like, no, no, no. I, I I haven't lived long enough to know that that's not an okay outcome. I'm going to
0: publish this book. And she did. And she did. That's, that's not just a lesson for dealing with kids that's a lesson for our own ventures too mm. i mean mm. you know i don't know where along the line we get it in our heads that we mm. can't do something but mm. that's probably something we should forget yeah and just press forward that's right that's great advice man i'm, I'm glad you glad you brought that tip through spots the tortoise <laughs> i love spots that. the tortoise yeah <laughs> is and that the name of the book
1: it's the name of the book and it's seriously like a beautifully designed she did she did a great job we had some great support obviously um Can you get that on Amazon or yeah? Well, on at, at one point we had we we do own spots of tortoisecom it, it, it frankly it sold really well for the first three or four months and then we took the site. We we hit pause on the site because the thing hasn't been selling as much lately. <laughs> but we still own the domain, um, and believe it or not, she is. Um, a couple pieces of paperwork away from being able to be sold in Barnes and Noble in Kansas City. That's huge. This is wild.
0: Super <laughs> no, crazy. That's really cool, yeah. super man. Cool. Super what cool. a fun story. Yeah, it's really neat. Talking it's been a cool project to, for her. To look back on, too, yeah. in the future for her. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, kudos to you guys for enabling it because those are the things kids will remember. Yeah, right I agree. it super so, fun. Well, awesome. Well, you know, we had talked about this before, but one of the things that you know, fascinates me about the things you do is you do it in light of a pretty demanding day job mm. that uh, asks quite a bit of you. And mm. you know, it's not who you are; mm. it's just what you do. Yeah. But what what do you do here around town that's kind of Kansas City important? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, so I, I work in the front office of the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's uh, okay, it's cool. I'm super fortunate to have a, a great. Uh, to your point, day job, which is also days and nights and weekends, <laughs> against, um, which is which is work. I mean, that's how people uh, that's how people work now.
0: You're at so a high level. Connected. They're going to ask a lot. Yeah,
1: you're connected. So, um, so I'm super fortunate. It's been a it's been a fantastic experience. In total, I've been with the team about seven years. Cool. Um, and I'm on the sales side, so we we work with our corporate partners and suite members and some of the more business type relationships with the team. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a, a great, a great gig and I'm super fortunate to, to be in a spot to, to be with, with the club. Um, and as it relates to your question on the, on the timing and how do you get this stuff done? And I certainly get that a lot. Um, I, I guess, man, maybe I'm, I'm naive enough to, to just think it's all fun and worth it. Like to me, to I, me, I would much rather, um, hang, you know, do the work thing at night, do the kids' sports activities, like let's go be at the ballpark or whatever, um, spend some time with Brooke for a little bit, and then crank out a blog post in 30 minutes as opposed to watching the last, you know, episode of Seinfeld or whatever. Like, sure. I, I just think we all, not that that's a bad thing, I think we we all have the time, um, but we also use
0: time as, a, as an excuse a lot. I think well, we're gonna we're gonna find the time to do the things that we really want to do. Exactly. If it's a priority, it'll get done. And it, I think nowadays we have a lot of we have a lot of folks who wear busy as a badge of honor. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with it if you want to be busy. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to be busy, stop choosing to be busy. That's right. <laughs> you that's know, right. it, it that, is what it is. That's right.
1: One of my best friends he 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 floored me with a quote. We were having a very similar conversation. And he floored me with this quote. He, he just, I think, just said out of the blue, maybe he just didn't give somebody credit for it. I don't know. Um, but to your point, I'm busy as a badge of honor. His, his related comment was, he said, show me somebody that's busy and I'll show you an out-of-control life. And I said, <laughs> whoa. I mean, it literally stopped me in my tracks. Like He said, again, man, if, if the default is always I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too rushed and hurried. Something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong and you're flying right through the important stuff you're always focused on how busy you are and and it's a it's a distinction between having a full plate and being like hurried and busy all the time
0: right yeah I I think that's true I mean you can you can do a lot of stuff and not have that overwhelmed oh my gosh feeling yeah so yeah
1: cool and ultimately man like I I just I've realized how little I actually control (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up be grateful um go to work and, and just do the things that, that I feel like are impactful and meaningful and, and, and again, selfishly fun. Like it's
0: fun. Absolutely. Well, I know you're the type, um, just curious, what are some of your favorite ways here in town to give back? Do you have certain organizations Mm -hmm. that you like to support or, or charities that you give to things like that that you could like to highlight?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. So through work, we're super connected to the Ronald McDonald House Charities folks, which is a fantastic organization doing super meaningful yeah. work in our community, man, in terms of, you know, again, we're, we're fortunate to have five kids that haven't had, like, super hard, life-threatening illnesses and challenges, but we know friends and family that do. And to think about the care that the Ronald McDonald House folks um, give to families in our community on a nightly basis, literally sleeping there feeding them the whole thing um, is fascinating and just how they run their, their operation is really neat that they care about excellence they care about beauty they care about um, really neat things so from a work perspective that's been that's been really neat the personal side for me I'm I'm fortunate to sit on the uh, FCA board Fellowship of Christian Athletes which is cool. a neat you know organization that's headquartered here See, they're right out yeah, by, the right stadium, by the stadium right? yep that's right um, and then there's a little uh, Christian education school that popped up. And just it's two, two, uh, two young, ambitious women that have um, just said, hey, we're, gonna, we're living in a tough neighborhood, and we're going to start to see this thing get revived and thrive. So they're educators by heart, but they've got just this really neat uh, story. They're now entering year three. They started with a kindergarten school class. Um, they now are K one and two, and um, they have literally drawings on on a table um, for a, a for a, a, a brand new high school. So they're they're trying to develop a a, a really neat school in this awesome. city, which is neat. So, the city. And what's the name of that? Uh, it's called Urban Christian Academy. Okay. And it's uh it's like I said it's like 43rd and Jackson in KC. So yeah, I mean it's we'd all be lying to say um, that this isn't. Probably the most amazing time to live in our city's history, man. I mean, just the stuff that's happening in terms of entrepreneurship and, and nonprofit and career. Like, there's just a lot of really cool things happening. There's a lot going in our on in city. On. Yeah. For sure.
0: There could yeah. be a lot more. That's but right. There's a lot going on, certainly. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'm curious, you know, being lifelong KC with some stints yeah. in uh, the hinterlands <laughs> of Florida and Memphis, Yeah. Um, I like to ask people, and, and it could be anything. Um, in town what are what would you consider some of your hidden gems in Kansas City you think other people should know about a little bit more that's great um,
1: i it's a total broad brush i think in general the northland is so underrated and and it's fine like i, I love the folks on uh, that your listeners that live in Overland Park and Leewood and everywhere else it's great um, but the northland is awesome like in terms of access and and commute times and and, and you get this response a lot of like the Northland, it, it, you act like it's, people act like it's an aisle or something, right? <laughs> um, but it, especially where you guys sit here, kind of in Parkfield, just right across the river. Uh, so I, I think in general, the Northland is, is a hidden gem. Um, you know, specific spots, like uh, in terms of restaurants or uh, things like that, uh, there are probably much more equipped folks to write about that or, or talk about that. Uh, I do think the best breakfast in town is, is Ginger Sue's, which is a little place on the Liberty Square. And they also have some other, I think she's open, Lee Summit and, and Oakland Park oh, as well. I know my
0: wife's been there with some, some of her girlfriends. Yeah,
1: it's a good spot. It's a great cool. spot. Um, and let's see, in terms of, you know, we, we love to frequent local as much as we possibly can in terms of merchandise and apparel and um, the... Yeah, just the people that make Kansas City great. We'd like to support them as much
0: as we can. Well, that's kind of the point of this whole thing. <laughs> that's is right. to, uh, I think that, you know, personally, I think it's the people, yeah. you know, and the things that, that the individuals bring us hmm. just across the board. We've got a lot of neat businesses here, so yeah. it's fun to get it out there and get, you know, get it uh, the stories told. Yeah, that's right. So, and, and it
1: is. It's a it's a really unique city in the sense of, um, you know, people outside of this market have. Have perhaps a, a perception of, hey, there's no beaches, there's no mountains, there's no, the weather's you know volatile, there's tornadoes and what in the heck, man. But like, uh, I heard once that Kansas City doesn't have a retention problem. So once people are here, it's really tough to get them to ever leave. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah.
0: Well, Justin, where can we find your stuff online, Uh, blog posts, stuff like that? Where where do we go? So
1: my site is just my first and last name, Justin Rickliffs, and it's R-I-C-K-L-E-F, like Frank, S like Sam, so I have to enunciate it, um, (sighs) .com. But I'm probably most active on Facebook and Instagram, uh, just under my name, Justin Rickliffs. So yeah, so that's kind of where you'll find my, my sometimes daily, or if not daily some weekly musings around parenting and and marriage and i'm mixing a a bit of business and and wellness stuff too but it's primarily in that parenting and and marriage vein
0: awesome man well we'll make sure we get those in the show notes so everybody can see them and just want to say thanks for taking time uh you know we're at least on the day job side i know this is a busy time of year for you yeah it's
1: yeah it's exciting going yep it's exciting time of the year and Hopefully uh, the Chiefs will keep it rolling and keep uh, keep everybody entertained. And I appreciate what you're doing here on the show, man. It's a, a great concept. And I wish you all the best and nothing but huge
0: success, man. Well, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to get this out to folks. Take it easy. What a great story. A big thanks to Justin for sharing it with us. One thing that I'd like to highlight from this discussion, I find we have a tendency to pigeonhole people when we learn their profession first, and that's based on old stereotypes or impressions that we have. In knowing Justin for a couple years, I've learned to keep more of an open mind when I meet people to really find out who they are. It's helped me by keeping me away from making poorly informed assumptions about people right off the bat. I guess I could sum this up by saying, give people a chance to show you who they really are. It's a good thing. So I hope you enjoyed listening to Justin's story today. And if you did, I'd ask you to please help me out by sharing the episode with friends. If you happen to be an iTunes user, a rating and review is monumentally helpful. It helps others discover the show. And of course, you can always send feedback if you have a beef or guest ideas to me at scott at kcgreats.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I'll see you next time.